0: everyone to the chumps champs fantasy football podcast i'm danny i'm here with matt and we got scott we got a scott alert over here boys oh boy we Uh-oh. here today we're here today oh we what is that from <laughs> that, that we're here we're here today we're here
1: we're out here today Uh-oh. oh i can't Something. think of it It's. <laughs> nah. well you just ruined that like oh you, what you is lie? that and then there's no answer so now we're just <laughs> losers who can't think of
0: the right thing there are people screaming at their uh phones right now listening to it it's from blank or whatever it is we're not we're not or just it. literally
2: it's not from anything i was like <laughs> that's <what>? <laughs> <laughs> that's just a, it's just a
0: normal sentence you idiots why do i listen to this fucking podcast is what they're thinking right now <laughs> uh so I'm just gonna bring this up i mentioned it to matt right before we hopped on you know what I had, and Scott, you're a frozen custard uh, connoisseur, if it were. But uh, I got a text from my local uh, snow cone shop because I'm a rewards member. Because, <laughs> of course, I mean, I'm yeah. going to be a rewards member. And they said, Hey, if you're a rewards member just today, if you get a snow cone, we'll throw a little scoop of ice cream in it for free. So I texted my wife and I was like, We're we have to do this today. She's like, Oh my God. Yeah, we'll get it on the way home from getting the kids just to make sure we get this accomplished. So I had snow cone with a scoop of ice cream in it and I didn't know what to expect. Matt, you were, you were unsure of the idea.
2: I don't like the idea, to be honest with you. Okay, I, I I'm okay with snow cones. Sometimes a lot of times they are too syrupy and like sugary for me. And I like ice cream. I I, I like to keep them separate though. Let's keep those separate such a racist
1: go ahead scott i'll say i'll, I'll weigh in here um uh, agreed mostly with what he's saying i i love ice cream and custard and i'll be honest snow cones was my first love so for me to be in the dessert industry and not be in the snow cones it was it's, it's a little interesting but snow it's cones fun. love it but when you when you're thinking about it like like you said matt y- yes the syrups is up but you're almost watering down ice cream because it's gonna melt a little bit so it's it isn't interesting again i've never had it uh-huh. so i'm willing to try it but i can see matt's reservation right. but danny right bring me bring me to the loop right. you, you just did it my problem it, let me is it. i
2: see like ice cream is like i like my chocolate and my coffee mm-hmm. ice cream and my like those types of flavors. Sure. And then with my snow cones, I want some like fruit action going right. on. And right. I get it. Like you can have like chocolate covered cherries. Like they can mix and mingle, but not I don't know. You're getting too. <laughs> so vehicles too.
0: So we had to take we have to take them home because Aaron has to pee quicker than he realizes generally. So we can't be that far away from a place that doesn't have a place that you can go pee in 30 seconds. So, <laughs> so mine, uh, made the trip home and the ice cream and the snow cone ice, I think kept each other frozen pretty well. So my ice cream in the middle was, was kept really well, you know, was it wasn't so out in the hot sun. I was so at they, they dropped kitchen. in
2: some shaved ice. And then they dropped in the ice cream and then yeah. shaved ice. Well, is there Correct. a syrup Correct. addition at the bottom shaved ice? Yeah. Or was it just like okay?
0: Yeah, there was there was syrup at the bottom too. And I chose strawberry for my snow cone because there's a vanilla scoop, so I chose something that would
2: complement it. Now this sounds better. Okay. Makes like, sense. Yeah. Vanilla and sense. strawberry sounds.
0: Yeah. Reasonable. Mandy Mandy chose orange, so you get like a dream kind of thing. It was and it, yes. it, it was honestly I got scoops with both of them in it, and I was like, this tastes like. Vanilla ice cream with strawberry snow cone. (laughs) Like they didn't really, (laughs) they didn't really do. It was just kind of a best of both worlds. They didn't merge at all. And I was like, I kind of (laughs) kind of thought they would a little bit, but
2: uh, there's a a snow cone place by me now that we've only gone there once and we got food and shakes, but I think their main game is snow cones. So we probably messed up there. Um, wasn't too impressed with the food and the ice cream, but their snow cone setup was—they just give you a cup with all of the like the shaved ice in it, and they have like the dispensers with all the syrup out there, mm, and you can just uh, go freaking yeah. ham on it. And that seems like a cool concept to me.
1: Yeah, seems like I a lot of bees. Places like that. This is it just so covered in get... bees
0: in the middle of summer though, with all that syrup? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you oh, want to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah,
0: but it was good. I mean, it it, it really was good. But um, a person at work told me that. Sonic makes a one where they have their slushy, bunch of ice cream on top, and then chopped up Sour Patch Kids on top of the ice cream. Um, you say Sour That's, Patch Kids, and I'm in. Yeah, it doesn't agreed. That, let's just pause this podcast that, and go get just these. That sounds right now. like
1: way too much going on, though. That's yeah. like sweet, rich, and then sour. I don't, I don't get it. No, we're getting for him. my no. my
2: son just had his <laughs> first birthday, and the theme was one happy camper. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Good theme. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the the <laughs> treats we had with it was the uh, the the dirt worm cup, where it's like chocolate pudding with the Oreo crust on top, and, and then the, the gummy worms. Gummy in
0: worms, it. yeah. And
2: uh, it's just delightful.
0: Yeah, those are good. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Uh, anyway, good this good discussion, really good discussion this this time, guys. But let's get into let's get into football. Um, we're gonna nah. do the now. Nah, let's just keep talking about desserts. Uh, We're going to (laughs) talk about the AFC North and the NFC North today. We're going to do the part three of the division breakdowns. Um, Before we get into that, I got a quick question for you guys. It's a two-parter. So out of these three teams, who do you guys think will have more wins this year? Okay. Out of these three teams. (laughs) Hold on. Let me check. Okay. They're not part of it.
1: Uh, okay it's minnesota so,
0: so, scott's really going for the bengals and i i took the like <laughs> okay i'm gonna say it now okay do you think who have more wins the patriots <laughs> the broncos or the cowboys the patriots broncos cowboys the patriots were 10 and 7 last year broncos were 7 and 10 and the cowboys were 12 and 5 so patriots cowboys and broncos Whichever one of you guys wants to go first. Both of you guys look like you're you're mulling it over. So uh,
1: yeah, you really threw me. There's off one I can North, throw
2: out of North talk, and then no yeah. North teams. In oh there, yeah, so. yeah.
0: Oh, by the way, that's later.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: go ahead, Matt. Sorry,
2: I was just gonna say there's there's one I can throw out immediately because I just don't trust them. I know they're always better than you think and all that kind of stuff. But the Patriots, uh, no Tom Brady now. I know they still did all right with Mac Jones. He's one year more experienced now, but I just don't. Love the way they're building their team, and I'm not a Patriots fan, so I'm not going to pick them as the, the winner here. I think the obvious answer here is Cowboys. Uh, if they're healthy, they're they're a good squad, and they ended up putting together a pretty respectable season last year, and nobody really realized it during the Raiders season, right? What, were, what was their record? 12-5. and
0: five.
2: Yeah, so I feel like that's the obvious answer, but I, I'm just a, a kind of excited for the Broncos this year. I think the mm-hmm. Russell Wilson pickup was huge. I think their receiving core and running backs are – awesome i don't think their their lines are terrible on either side of the ball and i'm you know what i'm just gonna pick the broncos because i want to oh good for you
1: good for you man all right go ahead scott i don't want to beat a dead horse but damn it all the things he said were super relevant i mean so good at this i do not like the patriots so why would i root for them i obviously want buffalo and miami and even the jets i don't like the jets but i'd rather the jets beat the patriots and then and the other nfc east i mean giants i don't see anything washington eh. philly eh. maybe. So i I'll, I'll go with dallas just because like he said it seems like the best pick but i would 100 percent agree that denver makes that division so freaking exciting yeah. with kansas city now the new improved denver the chargers stepping up and vegas isn't like irrelevant so that that division is super exciting to watch it, it used to be like kansas city's got it every year this year it, it actually might not be that yeah. it, it's going to be is- a
2: little more interesting I was gonna say Vegas is totally relevant. This you could hit shuffle on this division, and I wouldn't like balk at how it like if you were ranking them one through four on ending standings. It could be anything.
0: Yeah, Vegas finished second in that division last year. I mean, and I
1: Did I mean like four four games in overtime or the last six. Drive or six or six of them. It was is crazy. It was re- It was either six or seven.
0: It was on a last. It was as time expired wins like that's wild but uh you know I agree I'm really excited about the Broncos as well but when it comes down to I think it's the Patriots playing in the east and both the Patriots playing in the AFC East and the Cowboys playing in the NFC East and it's being really weak so I think there's just like gimme wins there I'll go with the Cowboys as well but I know what you're saying Matt I want to say the Broncos in that situation for sure
2: I I agree with your analysis on the east or NFC East being weak but AFC East, you still got the Bills in there. It's the the top dogs. And the Dolphins. Dolphins could be could be uh Dolphins always have the Patriots number, it seems like, at least for one of their matchups each year. So that's not anything gimme. If anything, I I bet they won and won it. Yeah, the Jets are gonna give out a couple
0: wins. Well, speaking of the Jets, let's go to part two. And and my you question. Got,
1: say you got your favorite guy over there in Miami now, Tyreek Hill there, Matt. <laughs>
0: Let's um, let's go to part two. So who's gonna have more wins out of these three teams? None of them are in the north, Scott. So just don't even look. Uh, uh speaking of the Jets, we're gonna go with the Jets who were four and thirteen last year, the Giants, who were four and thirteen, or the Falcons, who were seven and ten last year. Who have the most wins out of those three teams? Because the automatic answer that you want to go with is the Falcons. I think we all kind of like the Falcons um, in, on this podcast, but things
1: have changed. <laughs> they got a pretty, they got a decent division though, so that's uh, yeah, they do. Mm. They
2: also they also mm. have Marcus Mariota now. We got oh, our bonus. boy Drake London there <laughs> in a good situation. Kyle Pitts, and Patterson, Cordell Patterson, favorite. Um, yeah, I got to go Falcons here. It's not even a question. I don't I don't care at all about the Jets or Giants. <laughs> I, I
1: yeah, I would I'd have to agree about it. it's just chances of I would go with the Falcons and then I would go Jets above the Giants, mm. but it's 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 tell me why one. tell me why because the Giants suck balls go <laughs>
0: to the Jets. Uh, I think <laughs> I, uh, true uh, true. I think my answer is the Giants on this one. I think I'll take the Giants as bouncing, bouncing back. I don't have a reason. Um, Daniel, maybe it's because in this best ball dynasty startup draft that I'm finishing up right now, I uh, took Daniel Jones (laughs) and and I followed it up with a Kenny Galladay. So got that stack working.
1: That, that was their like, ninth and tenth round picks, right? Oh, it, was,
0: it was further than that. <laughs> it was, uh, like, 12-13 or something like that. Oh, okay. Um,
1: that makes that was a little better. Uh,
0: it may not have been that far. i take i to have to look this up because it may not have been that
2: far. Back. I'll still say Kenny Galladay is a very talented wide receiver. I don't trust the, the team that's around him is the problem.
0: Yeah, it was in the – where the hell was that? You guys say things while I find this. Uh, that was turns about,
1: out I didn't draft either of them. So uh, I was barely, Galladay, really I got by round twelve. Galladay, I got in the fifteenth round.
2: To be honest, their wide receiving core looks pretty solid. I mean, they got Kenny Galladay, they got Sterling Shepard, and then they have Kadarius Tony, who was a first round pick last year.
0: Slayton, <laughs> Slayton. yeah,
2: I mean Slayton sitting there at wide receiver four, and he'll certainly get some work. And they just picked a second rounder think- this year.
1: I think they just need to get a solid quarterback, and they'll be fine. I got, uh, yeah,
0: Daniel Jones was in the ninth, and I got Galladay in the fifteenth. So you I don't think
2: know if Tyrod I'm Taylor hops in the driver's seat there. Hell yeah,
1: Virginia Tech. Why not I, try it? All right, well, he's not going to eat shit in the middle of an open run. For I
0: a there will not be a funnier football play ever <laughs> than that. That was funnier than the butt fumble. By a mile, <laughs> that like that was <laughs> that stopped the podcast. We had hit pause because we were laughing so hard at this shit. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> let's talk AFC North. Let's talk Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals were ten and seven. Had that magical Super Bowl run that ended in heartbreak. But before that, they a
2: couple bullshit defensive holdings. But I'll digress.
0: <laughs> but. They... <laughs> his <laughs> hands up. Uh, all right, all right. But they did pull off just a awesome comeback against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Um, let's talk Joe Burrow, guys. He finishes quarterback eight on the year last year. Um, I've got mixed emotions on Burrow. So, Matt, why don't you start us off on Joe on your thoughts for Joe Burrow this year? Because I, I I don't know. I want to like
2: a reason why I don't like him. I mean, he's he's a gamer. (laughs) Uh, One of our one of our best attributes for a player. Uh, He he can sling it. I mean, he's had success. I mean, what second year in the league, first year, all healthy. And he leads the team to the Super Bowl. He has a lot of great pieces around him still. And they added pieces. I see what's not to like here. Mm -hmm. Is it too many Joes on the team, Danny?
0: <laughs> How many? We got one, two. That is just, <laughs> it's just starting so to add two. up now. It's just starting to add up. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't. I think his last two games and then the playoffs, he was like elite, elite. He was the best quarterback in the world for the last two weeks and then through the playoffs, he was unbelievable. Um, his last two games of the regular season, four hundred and forty-six yards and four touchdowns, and five twenty-five and four touchdowns. That's crazy. That's crazy good. But before that, it wasn't that great. It wasn't that. It was borderline QB one. Uh, Scott, what are your thoughts?
1: It seemed like it was very much back or back half of the season. Waited when uh, what Jamar Chase exploded, and those those two just like went off. And I'm not. I'm it. not saying that. He's not relevant to be a QB one. He's obviously a QB one. What are you saying? Would I take him, and as a top three or four QB, I'm still not convinced. I mean, the the, the situation was dynamite last year. He he's with his college buddy. It had a great you know rapport, and I get it. But I'm, I, I, there's still guys who've proven it longer that I'd probably go with beforehand. And if someone's going to take him in early rounds and let, I don't know, a Prescott or somebody slide down a round or two, I'm okay with taking one of those guys a little bit later than trying to take Burrow earlier. Not that I don't think he's not capable, it's just I'd be nervous to do it since he's only done it, you know, for a handful of games. Mm-hmm.
2: So I agree not not top three quarterback, but I'm looking at rankings right now and four through six are Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow. Do you think he's rightfully at the bottom of those three? Because I Mm -hmm. don't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I trust him more than Lamar Jackson. If I'm taking quarterback, I was just about
1: to say, I I think I take Lamar before him, I I'm sorry. I'd take Kyler before him. I don't think I'd take Lamar before him.
0: You two are absolutely crazy human beings right now. We'll talk about Lamar coming up a little bit more extensively, but uh, not to cut off this ridiculous debate, but I might have Lamar. God, where, how high would I put him? I'm really big on him as a bounce back candidate this year. Uh, I don't want to, uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about him, but, uh, Joe Mixon Matt we were talking about him earlier Joe Mixon is uh, sexy hot and we did a mock while we were waiting for Scott to get done golfing today and you were talking about why not take Joe Mixon in the middle of the first why not take him ahead of someone like Dalvin Cook or Austin Eckler? if you guys think that Joe Burrow is going to continue his nonsense. emergence if you think he's going to continue that emergence I love Joe Mixon this year I think he's at this point he's in that category now with Eckler, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook. If you think Burrow is going to make this Bengals team amazing, Joe Mixon's going to rise as well, right, Matt?
2: Absolutely. And, I mean, when when healthy, I know he's had his health issues at times, but really not that bad throughout his career. 2020, he only played six games, but the years that he's been healthy, he hits over a 1,000 yards, over four yards per carry, plenty of TDs. I like him, and this team is flourishing right now. So, Joe Mixon, I trust his situation a lot more than Dalvin Cook's just because I don't, know, I like since he's a team more right now, I think they're more solid. How old is Joe Mixon?
0: Let's see. Joe Mixon age 25. Okay. Good. If it's under 27. He's entering his prime then. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Scott, how many touchdowns do you think Joe Mixon had last year? Don't you dare the look touchdowns? at it. Touchdowns? Yeah. Uh, 13. That's how many rushing touchdowns he had. So we'll give you we'll give you credit for that. It was 16 total though, 13 on the ground, three oh, through the air. It's really good. Well done. I that, I would have guessed less. Good. I would have guessed less, but that was awesome. Um, yeah, he had a great year, and I'm cool with him. Jamar Chase, uh, Scott, you touched on Jamar Chase. Oh boy, 81 for 1455 yards and 13 touchdowns. To the moon for me. Jamar, if you took Jamar Chase as <laughs> the wide receiver one, I would not argue with you, Scott. Do you think that's that? Do you think it's even if you wouldn't do it, is that crazy?
1: I don't think it's crazy. Uh, I it's not crazy. I'd never be the guy that does that because <laughs> I wouldn't yes, do had, it, <laughs> but no. I mean, they, they had a great thing, but I've always, I always kind of lean towards like guys who've done it a little more than once for that, you know, solid of a pick. Like that's what I'm going with. I mean, not so much this year. Cause he's no longer a group, but like the Devonte Adams or somebody mm-hmm. like that to where it's like, He's done it multiple seasons in a row. It wasn't a flash in the pan. And I'm There's not
2: DeFonte saying he's he going to
1: be that guy. It just makes me nervous.
0: Uh, Matt is...
1: Go ahead. Finish As that said, it didn't happen until, like, what, the second second half of the season? I mean, he didn't do bad in the first half. I'd, I'd have to look up the numbers. But he came on real strong and was having, like, 120-yard games and two touchdowns for, like, the last, mm-hmm. like... 5 of 7 weeks of the season. So it wasn't completely consistent for the whole year.
2: I certainly tr- trust Jamar Chase still in Cincinnati with the same quarterback, same group of guys performing versus DeVonte Adams who yeah, he's done it for a while but he's in Vegas now and for the longest time he was just he was the only decent wide receiver that Aaron Rodgers and a legendary quarterback could throw to. So just how much his situation got shuffled up, and he's older now. Like, I trust Jamar Chase more right now. Um, and as far as taking him first overall wide receiver, sorry, first wide receiver off the board, I think any of the top three, Cup, Chase, Jefferson, they all have a shot of being wide receiver one this year. I know Cup, Cup seems like the obvious choice, but you never know. I, I mean, that production and volume could change.
0: You get one of these three stacks. In fantasy football for this year, you have to choose one, okay? Quickly. Yeah, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Who would you prefer?
2: I think Josh Allen stack has to be mine with diggs.
0: Scott, which stack do you want? You said Jason Allen Burrow. Diggs, Allen Diggs, and then Mahomes Kelsey.
1: Uh, I'll go burrow chase on that one. Mm -hmm.
0: So T Higgins is also, (laughs) he's the, is he the forgotten man in Cincinnati? And the guy's 23 years old. So he's, (laughs) he's older than chase, but he's still 23. He still went 74 for 1091 and six touchdowns on over a hundred targets. He, I mean, Chase gets the spotlight, but Higgins is a steal. If you can get him in, what, the third round? Matt, are you interested in Higgins? Can Burrow support both him, those guys?
2: I don't know if I'd be taking him in the third round. There's people after him I like more, like Michael Pittman Jr., um, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin is a while after him, but T Higgins is certainly going to be fantasy startable every week on your team. I don't know if I can justify taking him over. Would you take him over Michael Pittman? Yeah,
0: I think I would because yeah, I oh, know. <laughs> then they go like back to back in the NFL draft. I don't know. Um, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan changes things though. Doesn't he? I am T. Higgins. Works, in your opinion.
2: It could, I mean be- changes things. Is it gonna be better? Is it gonna be worse? I I'll go,
0: know. I'll go Higgins because I feel like the Colts are maybe going to lean more on Jonathan Taylor in the run game than than the Bengals would with Mixon. I don't know. I just pulled that out. That sounds good though.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the Bengals shouldn't lean on Joe Mixon. Well, the, got- the running back we just talked about. <laughs> <up. I
0: mean, laughs> that guy sucks. I mean, depending on if I get him in my fantasy
2: draft. Um
0: um hayden hurst is on cincinnati now did you guys know that tight end is that anything no. is that anything maybe a late round yeah. dart throw
2: I, I mean i like so, that yeah. he uh, is the tight end there but there's so many other weapons here i'm i don't i think late round dart throw is the right way to put it Danny.
1: i was gonna say it, i mean that team with was it uzama he had a stellar season last year and now you put some another veteran there that that they they, it's one of those situations there's a lot of weapons it's absolutely a dart throw that you hope lands on the right weeks because he he could do it he's an older guy who knows his role and he's going to be one of those who probably doesn't like throw flashy yards but he could probably get eight or nine touchdowns Maybe mm-hmm. double-digit touchdowns this year on that team because they're covering the other guys, and if you play him on the right week, he's a streamer. He's a good streamer option. I, I'm not sure how confident I'd be if he's my – I mean, he's not going to be my T, TE1, mm-hmm. but he's not irrelevant. He's he's a guy to look for. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh
0: Steelers finished 9-7-1 and one last year with the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball around. So now they got either Mitch Trubisky or the rookie Kenny Pickett there. Um, I don't think either one of those guys are fantasy relevant in redraft leagues. Would you guys mind if I just moved right on to Najee Harris?
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I I, I agree, (laughs) and I think that fact makes Najee Harris pretty attractive to me. A lot of times I say a good pass game supports a good run game, but this just seems good for Najee to me.
0: Is he going to get 7,000 rushing attempts? Maybe, maybe set a little bit of a record. Uh, Naji's going around to who Eckler, Mixon. So let's do that. Eckler, Mixon, Naji. Which one would you guys prefer at this point uh in the day?
1: sky you go first. Oh, um, because these are all RB1s for your team at this point. Um, Eckler, Mixon, or Naji. Well, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think I I what might think lean a little little bit toward Eckler because he's so involved in the past game, but I, I feel like they're all pretty relevant and or comparable in terms of how much work they get and oh, well, damn mixon's pretty involved in the passing <laughs> game too, but I I mean I'm going to go Eckler just on a hunch. I mean, that, that is for sure going to change by draft season. Sure. Of course, Matt.
2: See, I'm you, you guys know that I've always talked a little bit of trash on Eckler. And yeah, he had a really good season. Oh, last I year, know
0: that. Yeah. I, I do think the,
2: the idea there is to use him as more in the pass game. And they just drafted that Isaiah Spiller. I know he's only a fourth round pick, but wasn't the idea there to complement Eckler a lot? And if he can get up to speed, he's not going to be in on pass downs, but... I think Isaiah Spiller could have the potential to cut into some of that workload. Um, so I'm just going to stick with my Eckler, disdain, and go with either Mixon or Harris. But this is tough. These are two totally different situations. I think Pittsburgh is going to be finding itself this year. Is the, I guess the positive way to put it. So maybe they're not scoring a lot. Maybe Najee struggles to find red zone attempts, but. He's going to be weighed on heavily. Mixon, there's so many weapons there, but he's a talent. I mean, he's going to be used a lot. Let me just let me just go with Joe Mixon, but Najee Harris is a close second.
0: I, I'll go with Joe Mixon too. Um, yeah. No, you guys are making good points. You guys are doing a great job. Um, Isaiah Spiller, if I remember right, if I have the right running back in my head, he was going to be like the top of the rookie class, and then he had a really crappy like – Pro Day or yeah, Combine maybe it was and then he dropped a little bit and I think I'm I like the Chargers as a team so
1: I was really happy to see him land there um we all know that one bad performance trumps four years of you know production but yeah exactly a lot of I I agree
2: out there The, the, the Combine and Pro Days are pretty poor indicators of right NFL success right Um,
0: Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool are the main uh, Steelers wide receivers. They also drafted George Pickens from George. I think George Pickens from Georgia. That can't be right.
2: George Pickens from George Pickens. George Pickens. You're likely from Georgia. Uh,
0: So so, um, any of these guys with uh, a rookie quarterback or potentially Mitch. Remember Mitch Trubisky was a pro bowler. Let's remember that he was. He had one year where he did a really good job. Deontay Johnson does it on volume. Chase Claypool used to do it uh, on touchdowns and big plays. I'm a little bit skittish on any Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver right now. Um, What do you guys think,
1: Scott? Yeah, I just popped up uh, fantasy pros wide receiver rankings and just taking a quick gander, like the – like middle to late of their tier three, and then tier four. It's like I'd almost flip them because it's like I they got AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, T Higgins, like it. Then you got Deontay, Michael Pittman, like, like it, mm-hmm. model DJ Moore, and then in the next tier is DK Metcalf, who I know you don't have Russell there, but he's still a fucking animal, right? Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin, Brandon Cook, so it's like. I, they make a split there that I would not make that split. I feel like you could make many of those interchangeable. Like would I take Jalen Waddle over DK Metcalf? I don't know. It's ugh. especially with Tyreek there. Yeah, like, no. I'll I just, I just don't. Yeah, exactly. So there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of changes here. So I'll, I'll be honest. I totally forgot what your original question was, but yeah, we got to, he we got to T- waddle and DK. Jalen waddle. Oh, uh, like, it was Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh wide receivers. Is that Sometimes what I start
0: a sentence and I just don't know where it's going. <laughs> I just hope I find it along the way.
1: I think my whole point was Deontay Johnson is ranked way higher. Right. And I would feel comfortable <laughs> taking him. Matt, thoughts
0: on uh, these guys and try to keep it to the Steelers. <laughs>
2: i'm apprehensive as well these there's obviously (laughs) some talent here um these guys have all shown flashes but consistency has been an issue and once you throw in a a new questionable quarterback situation i'm i'm very apprehensive to take any of them what i what i would say would be interesting is to kind of feel out who's going to be the starting quarterback who they're really developing a relationship with and I guess preseason, uh, training camp, et cetera, and see if you can't get one of these guys pretty cheap that you think might just be a latch on for a new court. You don't know if either Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky just is gonna have a guy he wants to go to and they'll still put the ball right. in the here. So that's that's where maybe I'll try to grab some guy cheap, but I'm not reaching on anybody here.
0: Uh, Pat Fryermuth. Yeah. Sixty catches, seven touchdowns. That's an eleven percent touchdown percentage, and that is fucking awesome. And that I think Pat fryermuth Scott is who I think you is a good example of who you were describing what you envision Hayden Hurst maybe being able to do. Not a crazy amount of volume, but touchdowns aplenty. Um, I love Pat fryermuth in redraft uh because you're getting him late and he could be really valuable there because i think he's elite talent he's like a poor man's tj hawkinson
2: again though you don't know how these guys are going to target him and if it's going to be in the red it's going to be all fryer okay man if you would let me finish i'd say (laughs) (laughs) George i'd say with a with a rookie quarterback or with mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, I can see them latching on to Pat Fryermuth as a, a safety valve in a lot of opportunities and using him in the red zone. So it's not a terrible stretch, but I'm still not super interested here. Mm.
0: Cleveland Browns went eight and nine, uh, finished tied for third in the division. They've got a combination of Deshaun Watson and, for the time being, Baker Mayfield. Deshaun Watson, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard, he got into potentially some uh, legal trouble. He <laughs> likes his massages. And uh, he does some questionable things there, allegedly.
1: So there's only 24 women now that Man. said that. So let's skip the, the most of that recent doubt.
2: one. I just saw this in an article today, but we all know that every everything about this is Deshaun Watson is a weird guy. But <laughs> apparently in the most recent one, there was a request for a, a gooch massage, is I believe what <laughs> just came out. <laughs> oh, I've been there, I've
0: been there, my friends. <laughs> oh man, He's I don't... like
2: his teammates. Like they're just hanging out around him. They're just like, So, you a weird guy,
1: huh? <laughs> <laughs> you're weird, dude, huh? <laughs> some weird shit. lost a lot of a lot of stuff with your dick and random chicks,
0: but uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're into some weird things. Um I'm hearing the idea of six games suspension, potentially four games, full season, nothing at all. I'm, I'm, I think the safe money is on four to six games of a suspension.
2: I'm thinking at least six. I mean, with seeing what some of these guys got suspensions for with misconduct or league misconduct, whatever they call it. Sean Watson has been, very weird and sketchy to where regardless of criminal or even uh, whatever charges he gets or anything legal the dude has definitely violated the conduct policy of the nfl a lot (laughs) more than some of these other guys have so i'd say at least six would at least be right but you never know with goodell
0: yeah do you think they're gonna keep baker mayfield because of this exact thing
2: i think so
1: I mean what would their what would the uh, third third option be
0: Jacoby Brissett.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're gonna keep him. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett, if you look at the guy's face,
0: he had to have had a beard at age nine, or at least a at least a huge tash. That guy looks so fucking old and he's like 20, what, six? Anyway, um, Nick Chubb. He's really good at football. I don't know if you guys know that. 20, 228. Rush it. Sorry, I paused because I heard a crash upstairs, and I don't know what the hell that was in my in my own house. When I move past it, I don't hear any crying. Uh, <laughs> over twelve hundred yards, eight touchdowns. Not really using the passing game. What do you think of Nick Chubb? Is he just for the forgotten guy in twenty twenty two? Does it seem like no one really gives a shit about Nick Chubb? Although he's an elite talent, Matt.
2: I've I've always enjoyed watching him run the ball. I think he is an elite talent. It's the fact that you got Kareem Hunt there also. I mean, this is your your committee backfield that you just hate in fantasy. And it sucks to see, but it's two talented guys sharing a workload, and you got to get them at the right value for them to help your fantasy team.
0: I just opened this can, and it sprayed a little bit. It went directly in between the keys of this computer. The Like, son of a bitch. How am I going to get that out? No, Uh,
2: it'll dry.
0: Oh, we're gonna have ants. (laughs) All right, Scott, go ahead. Uh, Nick Chubb, the Chubster. Mm
1: -hmm. See, the the keys can pop out. I mean, Mm -hmm.
0: we're recording, I don't want to turn this into a disaster. I don't mean a
1: moment, but no, yeah, Nick Chubb. That it's it is 100% been a shitty situation because he's got somebody else there that's so talented with Cream Hunt, and I know Cream Hunt was hurt. Cause I had his ass for a lot of, a lot of games. I bet you did to where he, he didn't steal as much last year. And we talked about Chubb. I feel like being a top, like what, six or seven RB. And I still think he falls in that range ish. I mean, he, now, now you're flirting and, I mean, he's flirting with uh, Eckler and those guys and mm. you know, that five, six range where you're like, It's not quite as clear who you would take because if Kareem Hunt is healthy, it seems like Nick Chubb has more of the boomer bust situation. Like he every year he always ended with like great stats. But if Kareem Hunt was healthy, it didn't seem to be as consistent as you would like for an RB1.
2: And that's that's always
1: been my concern concern with him. Is if you've got Hunt there stealing shit from him, he's still going to be. 100% viable for a great player, but RB one, it's just like, it's not as consistent as you might like.
2: Problem is, even before the cream hunt days, Nick Chubb's receptions have just always been low. The most he ever had were 36 receptions. And that's still not great for if you're in a half PPR league. Um, But what I want to point out is what he's been in the season or in the league four seasons. What do you think his lowest yards per attempt have been? And he he's played 16 games, 16 games, 12 games, 14 games. So it's not like any of these are small sample sizes. 4.7. I don't
1: know. Let's
2: say 4.2. 5. Oh, wow. He's so wow. good. Two, he good. Five, five, six, and 5, 5. Like you mentioned, he's an elite talent. I mean, the guy... The guy can run the damn ball. So run the damn ball, Cleveland.
0: Hey, Kareem Hunt, though. I mean, last year he only he played in the first six games. Um, and then he, he like came in a couple of times later on. So he didn't he got kind of a lost season, Kareem Hunted. Did. I'm expecting him to get right back into the be a PPR machine. He's on his last year of his contract in Cleveland. So use him up. Use him up, is what yeah. I think. Use him up. So I like Kareem Hunt. You guys have a problem with me drafting Kareem Hunt?
1: No, not, yeah. not if, as long as he's uh, your flex or you're like RB three slash flex spot.
0: Okay. In my other league in the league I just drafted, he, he's not that he's my RB two. So that's a little well, that's disheartening. Stupid. So um, <laughs> uh, Amari Cooper is the guy in Cleveland. Now Um, I like the move, Matt. What do you think? I like this move, especially Deshaun Watson's throwing him the ball. I think people are sleeping on Amari Cooper. It's sleeping on him.
2: I don't know what to think of this receiver core right now. There's a the talk about Odell Beckham going back right now. So that will throw a wrench in all of this. He's too old. Is he older than Amari Cooper? I'm
0: looking it up, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you keep talking
2: and I'm looking it up. Peoples Jones has shown flashes. They just drafted that David Bell, but... I guess if anybody I'm excited about here, it's Amari Cooper if Odell's not there.
1: okay, Scott, you so they, go. they've got Amari Cooper right now on Fantasy Pros. Again, I don't know what setting I'm not even under, but Amari Cooper is wide receiver 18. And I think he could be a stud there with Baker or Deshaun. Because like you said, it, especially if Odell's not there. I think Amari could have a great season. Name some and, names yeah, around there, Scott.
0: Him. Name some names around Amari Cooper on the list that you're looking at. That's what I was just
1: looking at. Oh, well, this... It's, it's So we got Pittman, Waddle, Moore, Metcalf right above him, McLaurin, Brandon Cooks, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams, Jerry Judy right below him. I'll take Mike Williams ahead of him, but I think it's a pretty good spot. I'm not thinking it's... Terrible, but again, there, there's some guys I just don't trust ahead of him. Again, like the uh, Deontay Johnson makes me nervous, Jalen Waddle with Tyreek Hill makes me nervous. And if I could get if, if you're if I'm having to choose between Amari Cooper and Jalen Waddle, I don't know, I mm-hmm. might go Cooper just because Waddle's got someone else there now that he has to compete with, and mm-hmm. he didn't have that stud before.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Matthew. You can
0: talk about Amari. Did you already talk about Amari Cooper? Oh, by the way, yeah. Amari Cooper's 27. Odell Beckham's 29. So they're really not that far apart, especially for yeah, a wide well, receiver.
1: I mean, hmm.
2: Still kind of the tear break. I feel like yeah, well, like 28, 29 is kind of the drop off on wide receivers. So yeah. Either way, um, All I said really was Amari Cooper. If I'm targeting anybody on this team, it's Amari Cooper. Not really excited about anybody
0: else. David Njoku signed a huge contract as their tight end. I guess they believe in him and with a better quarterback. I'll throw a dart on him later on, too. Kind of like in the same realm as Pat Fryermuth. Do you guys have anything else to add on Njoku? Same Z's. Same Z's. Baltimore Ravens tied for third, eight and nine they were last year Lamar played basically pretty much in 11 games it had a down year although his pace on the ground would have been over 1100 yards rushing so I'm expecting a bounce back for Lamar Jackson he's my QB4 entering this year for sure and you have the, the the Allen Herbert Mahomes trio at the top Lamar is just knocking on that door for me and you guys are psychos I would take check this stat,
2: Danny. Lamar Jackson, the past three seasons, he went thirty-six passing touchdowns, twenty-six passing touchdowns, sixteen passing touchdowns. He
0: didn't play last year. He played very little last year.
2: Twelve games.
0: He basically was eleven because one of the games he played for like a second.
2: It's more than half the season. You can't say. Did Did he have another
1: poop situation? He may have had a poop situation, but <laughs> and guess what? He, so you, oh, wait, would take, Danny, you would take Lamar me, over Kyler Murray, Danny?
2: Yes. Hold on. Let me squeeze in here. You say he barely <laughs> played last year. Listen to his interceptions the past three seasons. Mm-hmm. Went six, then nine, then 13. When he yeah, yeah he had a down year. Like
0: he had, year. He had he had a down year. Yeah, down year. Four of those were in one game, I hey, think. So
2: what's going to make this an up year?
0: Uh, he's going to be, he's going to return to 2019. He's going to be healthy because he wasn't healthy last year. Even when he didn't like play.
2: what's going to, what's different about this year. He,
1: he will be, be healthy different. and then he will do better. Is what I'm he's going to take his fiber pills at night. So he poops in the morning. <laughs> so when it comes to the afternoon, <laughs> he came out totally on Twitter clear. and he said, he's going
0: to start <laughs> taking his fiber pills. Okay. <laughs> he said them words. Now I, I just, I believe in, in his talents and, uh, I think he's going to bounce back. I'll take him. Take him uh, out of Joe Burrow for sure. Certainly. I'll take that bet right now that Lamar Jackson will have more fancy points per game than Joe Burrow does.
2: What? I'll take that bet.
0: Okay. Lock it in. We're going to do this thing where none of us write this
1: down. Right. Write it down. <laughs> write it so down. Danny has Lamar. Yeah and matt has burrow he's gonna per put this po- points notebook per, points per game is that what points, it was yeah fancy points
0: per game yeah points per
1: game over the season
0: yeah. got it got it uh lock it in the uh the running back situation in baltimore is a little bit hairy because everyone has a uh, torn acls or they are uh mizzou star tyler Beatty. so do you guys have any interest in these guys? I still like Dobbins and I don't really know about Edwards or Hill, so I'm probably not going to draft them, but Dobbins has the potential. So I'll still take him. Matt, you, you're interested in Dobbins.
2: Only guy here. I like is Dobbins. If if he's trending towards healthy starting the year, everything's looking thumbs up. I might take a shot at him. The, the thing that scares me is if Lamar makes a bounce back, then all of a sudden you're looking at some vultured TDs with him. Um, but the, the other problem is where J.K. Dobbins is going. There's some other talent. He's sandwiched between Ezekiel Elliott and Josh Jacobs in the uh, the rankings right now, and I kind of like the the upside of both those guys more.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's just such a deep... I mean, Gus Edwards is looking good before he got hurt. Now they have Mike Davis, too, and Justice Hill. It, Mike it, it Davis sucks. Be, I'm not disagreeing that J.K. Dobbins is not far and away the number one but before he got hurt before last year's draft you're like oh he's gonna be a stud now it's like well shit they've they've got other talent there it's not like he has to be the guy like we felt like he did last last year so much and that makes me a little nervous i'd still take him as an r b two and i i'd feel okay about it but last year we're talking about him that fringe almost like r b1 r b two
0: Hollywood Browns concert Rashad Bateman has been thrust into the number one role. I like that idea. I'll take Rashad Bateman um, where he's going. He's not really that high. If you guys have his ADP up, just shout it out where Rashad Bateman is, but I'm liking him and I'm liking Mark Andrews. Let's throw them both in there. Mark Andrews finishes a tight end one. Do you dethroning Travis Kelsey from like his six years in a row of being tight end one. Mark Andrews was the number one last year on 107, 1300 yards and nine touchdowns, 154 targets. That's Ooh. crazy. That is great. Do you just, just, have a moment? Yeah. yeah I just, but Rashad are shot.
2: PPR is. <laughs> Wide receiver 30 sandwich between Elijah Moore and Amon Ross St. Brown. Certainly oh my like him God. More than
0: Yeah, I agree. And and Scott, are you recovered from what happened
1: I to just, you? I just I just remember saying don't hesitate to take Mark Andrews's yeah, tight end Ethan. three and look at him go. And I, so
0: this year is he gonna finish better than Travis Kelsey with Tyreek Hill gone in Kansas City? Who's gonna finish as the number one? Mark Andrews or
1: Travis Kelsey? Oh, that that I I I think Kelsey will probably be one and Mark Andrews too. I'm not Kelsey... going to say don't don't take Kelsey, but I think Andrews has definitely proven himself. And I think last year was a shit season or not last year, the year before he was down a little bit with a little injury. And now, well, shit, Marquise Brown isn't even there anymore either. So he's even more of a red zone target.
2: I'll take neither, Danny, if I can take that. You take
1: Hawkinson
0: instead. <laughs> well i mean if I'm taking, take either, the I'm taking the field you're taking the field that's that's fair that's reasonable
2: it's kittle waller Hawkinson, you name it
0: okay all right let's take a break before we get into the nfc north when we come back we'll we'll do the nfc north i said i said the same thing twice
2: hey everybody ty here with dan and tone from the upper decker
1: podcast we hope you're enjoying this episode of chumps to champs These guys absolutely kill it when it comes to fantasy football. And I'd be willing to bet that if you're you're a football fan, there's a good chance you follow baseball as well.
0: And if that's the case, we want you to finish up this episode and then head on over to the Upper Decker podcast. We cover all things baseball. So whether you want to hear about the latest on the field action, listen to breakdowns of trades and signings, or learn about some crazy baseball history, we've got a little something for everyone.
1: We are going to drop some knowledge on you and hopefully give you a few laughs in the process. If you want to check us out, we're available on all your streaming platforms. We'd also encourage you to follow us at Upper Decker Pod on Twitter and Facebook, Hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of this episode of Chumps to Champs. Woo!
0: We are back and we're gonna talk NFC North. Uh, we're gonna start with Matt's favorite team of all time, I think, hey. uh, and that's the Green Bay Packers, thirteen and four oh. last year. Um, Matt, is there any other team in the NFL you hate more than them? For real.
2: Oh. I don't feel like I hate them the most. I they're just I, I can't even say I hate them, I just like their top
0: two, though, right?
2: <laughs> they're in the dislike category. Can I just leave it at that?
0: Okay, fine. You're trying not to alienate people, and I respect that. So, I mean, that works out. Aaron Rodgers is back after back to back MVP seasons. Um, he's really good at football, but he lost Devontae Adams, so where does that put him on the quarterback scale? Um is he a quarterback one? Does he break into the top 12 this year or without Adams? Does he struggle
1: there? He'll, uh,
2: he'll he'll hit the top 12. All
0: right. So I don't he's, know.
1: He's going to be one of those where if you wait on quarterbacks, if he's, he should still be there. And if he's not, that means somebody else that is salad is going to be there. You don't need to reach for him.
0: Don't reach around and, and just tug at that. Um, let's talk running backs then. Um, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Now, who do you think had more rushing attempts last year between the two? Just shout it out. It's, there's two options. It's I mean, Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon.
1: The way AJ you say Dillon, it makes me think it's A.J. Dillon.
0: You guys said like the exact same thing <laughs> at the exact same and it is A.J. Dillon. He had more rushing attempts. Um, Aaron Jones did more through the air Aaron Jones had 10 total touchdowns Dylan had seven so this is really becoming a split backfield Um, I think with Adams gone I think Aaron Jones is going to get a lot more like work through the air and I'm actually really really digging Aaron Jones uh, in redraft leagues this year
1: are you are you forgetting they got Matt's boy now in Green Bay though in the wide Matt receiver <laughs> category,
0: oh, uh, Sammy Biscuits, <laughs> yeah,
1: old Sammy Beanbags,
0: uh, old, uh, old Sammy Watkins. Are you gonna be drafting Sammy Watkins there, uh, there, Matt?
2: I don't think I'm gonna be reaching for him this year. Um, like a a crowded wide receiver core of wide receiver 2 3 fringe, to me.
0: yeah, they do <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of mediocrity. 2-3 fringe is very generous because I was going to say 3-4 fringe. <laughs> I mean, Randall Cobb is older than hell. Alan Lazard, can you sustain all that yeah, okay. workload? 3-4, three,
2: four. Three, four. that works.
0: Christian Watson is a rookie though that uh, a lot of people are jazzed about. And um, I like him, but does Aaron Rodgers trust a rookie and give him, to give him enough volume to make him relevant this year?
2: Well, I don't know. There's a lot of experience there and He'd have to really win Rogers' trust for that to happen. I wouldn't put my money on it. Mm-hmm.
1: That is a tough situation where you'd think like, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I'll take him as a QB1. But, man, you look at those wide receivers, and none of them are wide receiver one or even two. That's, that's yeah, right. They'll make that, do. That's, that's, make that's do. Weird.
0: They'll figure it out. I mean, a lot of times when you have these huge receivers leave a team and there's all these vacated targets, a lot of times it goes to, the running backs and Aaron Jones is really good at catching passes and he's got Rogers trust. That's why I really like Aaron Jones this year.
1: Now I'm not doubting that Rogers is still a QB one. It's just, damn, that's wild to have an elite quarterback. And then you wouldn't take any wide receiver as a wide receiver two. even you're looking at maybe a three. It's just, it's, it's wild. See, I don't
0: think that he is a a QB one this year and you guys about think is i don't think that he's gonna be i think that there and it may not be just be him i think that there's uh, a lot of really good quarterbacks out there right now like matt do you have the rankings up in front of you or scott i can for, bring him up
2: real quick qb for, wise a, he is sitting yeah. at qb 12 right, right there <laughs> yeah. i hit so, the x
0: button so <laughs> Who's 9, 10, 11, and 13, 14, 15, Matt?
2: 9, 10, 11 is Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford. (laughs) 13, 14, 15 is Trey Lance, Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr. I think he's perfectly spotted. I think
0: he is, too. So I guess that does mean I think he is a QB one. I guess I would take Stafford um, 100 times out of 100 before him. And I'm not, I'm not a Trey Lance believer. So
1: would you, would you take Russell Wilson over Rogers? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. I would. I think that's, that one is a little more interesting. Yeah. You can have him. What about you Jay- Dillon? Okay. Oh
0: God, God, God. Random,
1: random question. Okay. Cause I just happened to look down. They got Deshaun Watson. They got Derek Carr and then Kirk cousins. Would you take Derek Carr, or Kirk cousins? I would, I would over like over Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 just those two. Just in that flip, they have Derek Carr above Kirk Cousins. Take I would Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. take Kirk Cousins. I take Kirk Cousins. I know Carr's yeah. Adams now, but I think fantasy I pros, well. you idiots.
2: We're about to talk they're, about they're Close though. I mean, 15 yeah. 16. I mean, For sure. For sure.
0: Here? Yeah. You know what? That's a good transition. Let's talk about the Vikings. That my lead in. That was really good. They went eight and nine. Let's talk about Kirk Cousins. So, would you take Kirk Cousins over Derek Carr? Um, (laughs) you know Cousins finished as quarterback 11 last year 4,200 yards 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions nobody gives a shit about Kirk Cousins no matter what he does Uh, he's just under
1: the radar he's a great he's a great streamer but he just doesn't do it like he doesn't have those blow-up games that you need if you're drafting like you know a top quarterback but He's absolutely a guy to have as if you're a two quarterback team, or you just if somehow Wait he's there too on the long. Stream, you think, yeah, yeah, because the receiving core there is is fantastic, and I've you know Thielen's getting older, but I love Jefferson. I have last year, I had him in I think all three of my fantasy teams. He was a oh, freaking stud. Yeah. I hate you so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, no, he's one of those that flies under the radar because that team just overall, unfortunately, somehow underperforms just as a win-loss record, even though they have great talent with Dalvin Cook, Jefferson, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they just – I think this is their year. I am I have them winning this division.
0: Ooh, we'll talk Good. about that at the end. But, Matt, go ahead. You were going to say – is. About Kirk Cousins. I mean, is this a guy that if you just happen to wait too long for a quarterback and it's like, you know what, I'll settle, but am I settling?
2: He's one of those guys where I don't even know what strength of the schedule early in the season is right now, but if I waited um, pretty long and I like his early season matchups, yeah, I'll take him, stream for a few weeks, see how it's working out, play the waiver wire, and go from there. So I'm, he's I'm not. I'm not targeting him unless that's the case. Um, but earlier you said I was trying to interject. I was just trying to give a give an old, you like that. <laughs> no,
0: did you? <laughs> yeah, there you go. So he's got Packers, Eagles, Lions, Vikings, Bears to start the season. That's not so bad. That's so bad. Saints, I don't love to sing the Saints, but that might be a – is that a London game? Oh, you sound like you're from London. I feel I feel like, it's eight thirty a.m. So yes, that does look night night
2: like
0: it. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, but specifically Dalvin Cook. Um, he's great. I mean, he really is great. Two forty nine for eleven 1, hundred and fifty nine and six touchdowns. And that's kind of down for Dalvin Cook. Um, but I'll still take him. I love him. Where do you guys? I mean, would you guys take Joe Mixon and Najee Harris? And that clear over Dalvin Cook, or is that this is that the the boat that the realm that we're talking about?
2: I think what Fantasy Pros right now is saying is tier two is Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon. You're not going to go wrong on any of them. My preference during a draft is for two of them to go right before me, and I don't have to make a decision. So I like them all. Mm -hmm. Scott,
1: you're Dalvin Cook. I, I think I'd still take Dalvin Cook over Joe Mixon and them just because it, it it I mean it's it is a coin toss 100% when you look at it it's like they both have comparable quarterbacks they both have stud receivers they both have running backs that are heavily involved in the wide receiving aspect of the offense so there's there's no like clear cut but I just I think if Dalvin Cook is healthy I like him more than Joe Mixon <laughs> Justin Jefferson is a stud 108 stud.
0: 108 catches for 1600 yards and 10 touchdowns on 167 targets. The guy's, I think, 22 years old. Holy shit. If you took him as your wide receiver one, Matt, if you took him as the wide receiver one off the board, or if you saw someone do that over Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase, you would say,
2: I think I said earlier when you're talking about Jamar Chase, that those top three Cup Jefferson Chase they are in the tier one. Cup seems like the obvious pick, but I'm okay with any three of them. If you like one more than the other, you want to root for one more than the other, anything, go for it. I, I would not mind you taking Justin Jefferson first.
0: Scott, Adam Thielen, 10 touchdowns last year. He's just a touchdown guy. We had 95 targets as well, 67 for 726. He's going to play second fiddle to Justin Jefferson, but there is value there. as like a wide receiver three. If you had your your Wide Receiver yeah. three, you would be happy.
1: I'd be okay with that. And that's that's I thought it'd be more of a transition last year than it was. I had Justin Jefferson so high on my list and Thielen dropping way off. He didn't as much, but the year before that he had like 16 touchdowns or something crazy. So yeah. I I do definitely I love Justin Jefferson. I loved him last year. I didn't think it was a flash of the pan of this rookie year. Um and I remember John Buell tell me, no, nope, it was his rookie year and we were in Dan Lichman's driveway because I told Dan Lichman I'd mention him in this podcast. So here you go, buddy. Okay. It was at your house, Dan. Justin Jefferson was a stud. He's going to be a stud. He's always going to be a top wide receiver. But Thielen, I th- I, if I had to guess, I think he's going to drop off a little more because he is a year older. I know that he is going to get his touchdowns, but I, I definitely each guess. I just looked he, it up, so I won't guess. I looked it up. I'm guessing so. he's like 29,
2: 28, 29. 31. And he's he'll like be a month okay. well, yeah. when the season starts. Because he's
0: a month so younger he's than, than he's a month younger than Matt. Exactly. Almost.
2: Oh my gosh! When <laughs> you put him like that, it's <laughs> like that really puts things in perspective. So that- makes Scott. you feel like you're a piece of shit. Yes. I I
1: don't. I I thought Thielen would drop off a little more last year. He didn't, and I think I'd I'd put him in that uh, like you said, wide receiver three slash flex spot. I'd be okay with him there. I I wouldn't feel as comfortable if I had to play him every week. So
0: you told Dan that you'd mentioned him on this podcast. And as a pro, like I like what you did. You waited pretty far
1: into this show to actually do it. So he had to listen even through the break. Well, I'll be honest. it's I've had a lot of beers and I forgot <laughs> until just now that I said I would do it.
0: <laughs> and then you said his name. You're like, oh, shit, that covers it. I did it. Yeah, here
1: we go. We're good. Yeah. Uh, so
0: I, um, Matt, and I were talking before the show. Uh, Irv Smith missed all of last year with an injury. I'm a big Irv Smith man, and I think because I'm a big Irv Smith man, and Cook, and Cousins, and Jefferson, and Thielen, I think I'm on board with the Vikings this year. <laughs> Like you are, Scott, and uh, we're going to do our predictions at the end or early summer predictions, but do either of you guys care about Irv Smith like I do? You're taking him in like the very, very end.
1: Yeah, he's that flyer pick that like Hayden Hurst type. It's like they got the upside, but you're not banking on them. It's like you waited long enough to where you're you're looking at streaming tight ends. But if you get him and all of a sudden he does produce. It's a gem of a pick in the 13th or 14th round. That's, I think that's where you're looking at for him.
2: There are a lot of gem picks or flyers this year at tight end that are attractive down there. There's a weird like the tier three with like Ertz, Fryer, Muth, Gasecki, Cole Komet, Hunter Henry, Noah Fan. I don't love any of those guys. But then you get down into this tier four with Irv Smith and Logan Thomas, Tyler Higby, Najoku, like some guys in some decent situations and are talented tight ends. It's like if I miss those really high tight ends, tier one two, I'm waiting until this group of guys. Yeah. See what's going on.
0: Um, do you know how old Irv Smith is? Can you make a uh, educated guess? Hey, actually, don't it doesn't have to be educated. I'm- toss it out I know that he was drafted
2: in 19 so I don't know his age but being drafted in well that'll do
0: it yeah I thought you Irv Smith sounds like a
1: 28 year old no matter what he's 23 I'm guessing he's 6'2", 242, and 23 years old out of Alabama oh my god Scott you're not gonna fucking believe it (laughs) but it's exactly oh wait
2: Well, he is a junior, so the fact that his name is Irv, I think, makes him sound older, but it's because he's a junior.
0: Yeah, his name is Irvin. Yeah. All right. The Bears went 6-11, and 11, and the Bears, um, people have been duking on their chests pretty much this whole offseason about being just terrible. So, Justin Fields, what do you think? Is it, Because... He showed flashes of, oh, hey, that's something. And then also, whoa, that's not a good quarterback. And then they didn't put any wide receivers around him. So in a redraft league, he runs the ball. And when he runs, he's pretty good. And when they let him run, he's pretty good. But he's got nothing around him. I think I'm steering clear of Justin Fields. Although I will say I could be wrong about that, Matt. You're nodding
2: steering clear, and that's probably going to be what I tell you about this whole team. So I might just walk away for a while here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Scott, do you agree? Are you – I'm big on Mooney and Montgomery, so I don't know what Matt – I don't know why he's uh, upset. I'm and not going at.
1: near Justin Fields. If he's not there in the free agent pool, then someone's an idiot. I think he's the guy that you, like, hope you pick up on the right week when your your QB's on buy if you don't have two. David Montgomery, I'm okay with. Mooney, meh, meh. Montgomery is probably the only guy I'm looking at on Chicago. So I don't understand
0: what my where my brain is because I like David Montgomery. I like Darnell Mooney, and I like Cole Komet. So how can I possibly like all three of them but be kind of down on fields and the Bears? So I'm going to have to work through some shit, I think, before draft season when it comes to the...
2: The The only thing I'd say about David Montgomery is he is like the guy there. In my opinion, he's going to get volume and I don't think they're going to be super successful through the air. So he's going to get a lot of volume. Mooney, I guess is the guy in the wide receiver core, but oh, gross. Yeah.
1: And I just, I just popped up real quick. RB rankings. And it's, it's wild looking at it from the last couple of years. You're like, Oh, Dave Montgomery, top of tier four. You know, here's right after him Antonio Gibson, Saquon Barley, Zeke Elliott, J.K. Dobbins, Josh Jacobs. I would take. I would
0: take Bart. Uh, who would I take before Montgomery out of that group? I would take Barkley, I think, because I believe in him. I know Matt will scoff at that. I don't think he's a big fan of. Of the Quan,
2: but uh, I'm not a big fan of the Quan.
0: But that's it. I like Dave Montgomery. I think he's going to get crazy volume and not a lot of touchdowns because this team is trash. I say his team is trash, but then I like Mooney and Komet. So what do I dislike then? I don't know. I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do with <laughs> the Bears. I don't know what to do with Justin Fields maybe the idea is to year clear matt did say he's washing his hands of this I mean, team i mean
2: we all agree that this team isn't going to be that successful this year right
0: right 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 because i think this division wow. as sneaky Bottom uh feeders. yeah let's move on then let's finish this off with the lions three and 13 and one last year and i already know how this is going to go with this group of three there's gonna we're gonna here a lot of optimism Matt, yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. start us off then, Matt. Who do you who do you want to talk about uh, from the Lions?
2: I mean, did I pump up Jared Goff enough last year for his mediocre season? But guess what? They added some pieces for him this year. I'll I'll mention my whole normal. Jared Goff has taken a team to a Super Bowl before. He's a tried and true veteran. He hasn't had terrible stats. He's done some good things in the league. Last year wasn't a great first year in the system, but MCDC has established more of a foothold on this team. The players like him, the fans like him. They added DJ Tark for him to throw to. They added Jameson Williams in the first round. Amon Ross St. Brown came on well last year. What went, and well, sorry, TJ Hawkinson's still there. Mm -hmm. What went from last year being the worst receiving core in the NFL is now all of a sudden looking pretty decent here. so yes, I think Jared Goff is gonna be—he's gonna be a guy who's gonna be available on your waiver wire after drafts. But keep an eye on him; he could have some success here. I think.
0: Scott, what are your thoughts on?
1: You can talk about whoever you want from the Lions. I was say Jared Goff is—he's the uh, definitely a streamer, a weekly streamer. If you look ahead enough and see like, oh, he's playing a shit defense. And my quarterback and by, he might be the guy, he might be a good guy to pick up, like Matt said. Uh, he does have a little more weapons. Ah, uh, I mean, DeAndre Swift was so appetizing a couple of years ago, but Jamal Williams has looked decent enough to where that that took so much away that you're not looking at Swift as like an RB1 by any means. At oh, this I point. am. So oh, I just,
2: am. Yeah, I I'll, am. I'll tell you if DeAndre Swift is healthy. I think he uh, continues to pull more of the reins. I love Jamal williams. I will never I will never say a bad word about the man, but I think DeAndre Swift steps more into the limelight here this year. so he, he, I hope
1: so. I'm just I, I have to see it first. i that's sure. one of those where there's there's enough guys out there that I would take before him because he hasn't been proven yet. Sure. just, just, let me just bring because I don't trust him. That's fair. Let's that's see fair. what
2: his sandwich is looking like. We love the sandwiches. So
0: while you're looking at that, Matt, are, did you find it already? Do you have it already? Yeah, it's, it's okay, a go tier. ahead. Okay, so
2: right. he's the beginning of tier three. So right above him is Joe Mixon. I think we'll all agree we want Joe Mixon before we want DeAndre Swift. I would. Right after him is Nick Chubb and Alvin Kamara and then Leonard Fournette. So I think that's a tier we're looking at, like oh. Swift, Chubb, Kamara, Fournette.
0: I think it's a perfect place for him. That's a tough choice. I was
2: just mentioning to Danny before the show that I think Fournette is falling into a good situation here in Tampa Bay without any more Rojo there. He doesn't have a lot of competition. He's he's not super old. I think Leonard Fournette's still only 27. He's got Brady's trust. Yeah, I think he's in a great situation. So I might go Fournette here, even though he's the bottom of this barrel.
1: I was I was kind of looking at I I would agree with that and I mean I know what friggin Ingram is in New Orleans with Kamara but Kamara I think is still the guy I I'd have yeah. trouble taking Swift over Kamara. I, I, this is a real struggle. This is a tough
0: part of this draft for sure. I think I would take all three of those guys over Chubb, which is interesting. Um, Swift, uh, Kamara, and Fournette. I I don't I don't know. I think I, I really like DeAndre Swift. So when it came down to it, generally at a draft, I've been drinking and I will shoot from the hip <laughs> and I'll take probably Swift in that situation because I really do like him. But I will say this last year, DeAndre Swift. So it's all the Lions in general. DeAndre Swift played in 13 games. TJ Hawkinson played in uh, 12 games before he hurt his thumb. And he had surgery on his thumbs ending his season. Both of them were on pace for over a hundred targets. So Hawkinson was on pace for 119 targets, which is the exact same amount that Sam Brown had in 17 games. And Deandre's so with the running back, the running back was on pace for 102 targets. That's crazy. Now, he would have to actually play a 17 game season to get that, but what if he did? What if you were guaranteed 17 games from DeAndre Swift? Then what? Where would he be in this rank in these rankings?
2: <sighs> That'd be lovely. And I mean, same with TJ Hawkinson. I remember him lighting the world on fire at the yeah. beginning of the last fantasy season and
0: broke his thumb, tore something, and he needed surgery. Yeah. And yeah. So I love both of those guys. So we talked so shitty about the Bears. And then I I'm trying to decide how high up I'm gonna take the Lions this year. And correct me if I'm wrong, this is the same exact conversation that we had last year, right? We were trying to hold ourselves back from pumping up the lions.
2: Oh, I think <laughs> I think when we did our division rankings, I just I went full go lions one, which was but, you but you knew but you knew you know, you know what little. i got a hat i gotta i got a root for the lions they're my mm-hmm. nfc team uh, mm-hmm. uh so danny you just want to start with doing uh our our nfc north rankings right now because I'll, I'll get it going with the yeah crazy pl- lions please one. please do
0: <laughs> you do it again you run it back
2: i'll go lions vikings Packers bears.
0: All right, Scott. Do you have yours out there? You want me to go while you're dwelling a I, little bit?
2: Oh,
1: I, <laughs> I wrote these pre pre podcast. Okay, cool, 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 cool. What do you got? I got Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears. I have that exact same thing. That's
0: I have that exact the same right thing. right
2: answer. So I got Vikings, <laughs>
0: Packers, Lions, Bears, and I. Here's my other part, though. Detroit I've,
2: may riot if they beat the Packers in the standings in the regular season. I've. <laughs> I bet Raider you.
0: Die. But here's the thing. I got Lions record. How many wins? I've got them going eight and nine, which is really a big deal. That's a big deal. Like I was eight thinking and nine.
1: eight, and nine or nine and eight. That's that's where I was at.
0: That's what I got. Yeah, I'm I, I think I think we're we're right on the money, guys. I think this is legit. What's going to happen
2: No, We're yeah, terrible and, at I this. mean, that sounds what's crazy <laughs> about that is that sounds like such a big deal for the Lions. But the Matt Patricia era was so terrible there. Yeah. You guys remember the Jim Jim Caldwell. They were like 500. I think this they, is
0: with Stafford and not not with Megatron. I don't, but I think this that might have been post, Jim
2: era, right?
0: Yeah. So this is post Megatron is what you're talking about. I think Ooh.
2: Caldwell even got them to a playoff game and they were, they were around 500 team and, but they wanted to be better. So they got Matt Patricia and man, that was bad. Can I talk fucking, about a piece whoops. of news I heard recently? I don't know how true this is, but Matt Patricia apparently is in line to do the offensive play calling in New England this year. Does that sound like it's did even he, close to something that makes sense? Did he, he do the he?
0: offensive play calling when he got the Lions? Is that what got him That's the Lions job? Was he
2: from New England? He was a DC was the same. in New England. He yeah. was a DC. Oh, he was he a DC? Off- yeah.
0: Because I was like, he did something. Because he, oh, because he was there during Josh McDaniels, right? And Josh McDaniels yeah. was the OC. Um, no, that doesn't make any sense to me.
2: I, I, I don't even know what outlet was reporting that, but apparently, there's some rumors out there that Matt Patricia is in line to make the offensive play calls for New England. Which, full circle back to the beginning of this podcast, is why I don't trust New England this year.
0: Mm-hmm. So, AFC North, just around this back. Um, I can start us on my my division. Who I've got there? I've got Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Have so you got me? I, yeah? I got I got oh.
1: Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers. I got okay. Steelers pulling up the rear. Okay.
2: I've got Bengals, Ravens, Browns is tough for me because there's a lot of unknowns with the Browns right now. Obviously. I think I, I think I got to go Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers. I okay, want to yeah. put Browns above Ravens, but I don't think I can right now.
0: Yeah. I got Mike Tomlin figuring it out for the Steelers to get them into third because Mike Tomlin is, I, Mike Tomlin was the best coach in the league. Now I know Bill Belichick's going to go down as the, the greatest coach in NFL history. But right now, Mike Tomlin, did you know, in all those years that he's been in Pittsburgh, he's never had a losing season and he had a year where he had uh Fucking Mason Rudolph and uh, Duck Hodge or Duck Hodges. Remember that guy? He had a year where he had those guys as his quarterback and he still had a winning season. Mike Tomlin is
1: really, really good. Yeah. And uh, so was uh, uh, Bell actually a, did things.
2: Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> what's awesome about him being a really good head coach is the fact that the players seem to love him too. He's a, he's a player's coach and he's successful and He's 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 made it happen every year, so mm-hmm. I like him, too. Yeah. You
0: guys, got anything else to add about the AFC or NFC North or snow cones or ice cream or um, this liquid paradise IPA from New Belgium that I had? Really, Ooh. really, really good. A little bit of a, I feel like it's like a West Coast on here. I don't know. That's so how I'm going to close this thing out. It was just this pathetic plug for New Belgium's IPA. Is it cool? What are you, okay. thinking? you guys thinking? Are you guys looking at me right now? Or how do you guys feel? What are your emotions right now? Talk to me.
2: <laughs> no, I think it was, it was a good breakdown of the Norths, and uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate your IPA plug there.
0: Good, and good, good, good.
2: What do what we got next week, Danny?
0: We have the closing of the division breakdowns, which would be... I think we do the South, yeah,
2: the South for last because we want to do the Titans last because there's going to be a lot of, a lot of Homer discussion right there. Yeah,
0: Titans and Jags. um, All three of us comboed there. Yeah. And then it's not long after that, we start doing rankings breakdowns guys. So mm. that's your cue well, to I actually mean, create
2: your rankings. Yeah. Boner alert. <laughs> After divisions, correct me if I'm wrong, Danny, but we're straight rankings and mocks until like draft season's done, right? That's that's fun time in fantasy
0: because we talked about adding some stuff in there, but then we realized that rankings and mocks are just what. Well, it's what the people want.
2: Yeah, well, we haven't done any surveys or polls. We don't know if it's what the people want, but it's what we want. What we
0: it's it's what I'm assuming the people want because it's what makes me happy. (laughs) Um, so we're going to do it that way, which is pretty cool. But yeah, um, let's, well, but that's all I got. Um, Scott, it's good to have you here. Hopefully you will see you more frequently. Hope so, baby. Hope so. Hope so. Scott, or uh, not Scott. You're Scott. I just talk to you, Scott, Matt, you You
2: know what? I think you should have Scott send us off.
0: Yeah. He- oh, God, You're so right. God damn it. Yeah. Scott, why don't you take us away?
1: Let's do it, baby. Remember, Have fun with it.